Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the book of Acts, and we're up to the fourth chapter. So let's begin with verse 1 right here. It says this, And they were speaking to the people, or as they were speaking to the people. Well, stop right there for a second. Who's speaking to the people? Well, remember what we've seen in the previous episodes, the third chapter where Peter and John had been going to the temple, right? At the hour of prayer, they want to pray, and they encountered a man that was lame. And he begged them, asked for alms, and they said, hey, silver and gold have we none, but what we do have we're going to give you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, rise and walk. They grab him by the hand, they pull him up, he rises, he walks, he leaps, he's giving praise to God. He goes into the temple, interrupts their prayer meeting, <laughs> and, uh, and then the people come out and want to know what is going on. Well, Peter shares with him, and we've seen all this in the third chapter. So Peter is still speaking. Peter and John, because it says, as they were speaking to the people. Well, what do you think happened? You think the people were just rejoicing? You think the people were celebrating? Well, we saw in the third chapter that they were. There were some people that were just amazed. They were in awe. They couldn't figure out what was going on. Then the religious rulers show up. Verse 1, as they were speaking to the people, the priest and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came up to them. So here come the powers that be, the religious powers that be, the political religious powers that be, and the enforcing arm, the priests, the Sadducees, and the temple guard. Well, isn't that just lovely? So verse 2 describes their attitude. Being greatly disturbed because they were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. So the priest and the Sadducees were greatly disturbed. Now notice that there's priests, there's plural priests, there's plural Sadducees, and the captain of the temple guard. So they had this one uh, enforcer. Okay, The religious rulers were greatly disturbed. Let me see what that word means. I don't know, I just popped my mind. Let me click the button here. Um, <laughs> it means to uh, toil through, to work hard, to be worn out, or to be greatly annoyed, greatly disturbed. So they are perturbed. Why are they perturbed? Did you notice that? He tells us flat out, verse 2, because they were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. I sort of see a twofold thing here. They are greatly disturbed because here are people who are not priests, who are not Sadducees or Pharisees or scribes or anything like that. And they're teaching the people, and they're teaching the people in the temple. And then it says, and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. It doesn't say that they were perturbed because they were teaching the people the resurrection from the dead, but they were teaching the people and proclaiming. Now, what were they teaching the people? Well, you saw in Peter in the third chapter, all sorts of things. He tied it in uh, to the Mosaic Law, the quotes of the prophets, okay, things that had come and things yet to come. We saw that in the second chapter when Peter was speaking. But they're greatly disturbed because they are proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. Not only that Jesus 
was resurrected from the dead, but that in Jesus that there actually is resurrection from the dead. Now, we saw when we went through some of the uh, Gospels that the Sadducees didn't believe in the resurrection from the dead. They didn't believe in an afterlife. They didn't believe in angels, afterlife, or anything like that. So you can see why they would be really, really disturbed. I find it a little interesting that the Pharisees are not mentioned here. Okay, and I could have had Pharisees among them, I'm not saying they weren't, but they weren't mentioned here because it was the Sadducees who really hated that whole thing of resurrection of the dead. And notice what they were really disturbed about, proclaiming in Jesus, in Jesus, okay? In the fact, not only in the case of Jesus was he resurrected from the dead, but that there is a resurrection from the dead, okay? There is life after being a human. Verse 3, they continue. And they laid hands on them and put them in jail until the next day, for it was already evening. They arrested them. Okay? The captain of the temple guard arrests them and puts them in jail for the sake of convenience because it's already evening. We don't have time to deal with this at night. You don't do these kind of things at night anyway. <laughs> really? Uh, well, that's what they said. You don't do these kind of things at night, except it, unless it's Jesus, right? And they did all that stuff at night. But they laid their hands on them. They put them in jail, didn't think anything about it. Okay, we're just going to put you in detention right here. We're just going to detain you for a little while. It also gave them time to sort of... Uh, buy some time to find out what, what are we going to say here? What are we going to do? Because these guys are coming in and they're proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. They're proclaiming that Jesus has been resurrected from the dead. They're proclaiming that there's multiple witnesses. And we got a real problem because what they're getting at, and we'll have to see this in the next episode or two, they're finally going to ask them, by what power and authority or name did you heal this man? See, don't forget the context of this. The man was healed. The people wanted to know. They'd ask the same question. Now the religious rulers are going to ask that question. And they had to sort of figure out how they were going to approach this. So they just threw him in jail. Say, oh, it's already about this evening times, late afternoon. Uh, we'll talk with you all tomorrow. And you think, well, that's a horrible thing. Well, it may be inconvenient. But listen to verse 4 of Acts 4. And many of those who had heard the message believed. <laughs> the people that had been gathered together for prayer, they believed. Well, why do they believe? Because they heard the message. Well, was it just hearing the message? You know, they heard the word. They heard the word about Jesus being resurrected from the dead. The, the Jesus, remember how Peter said it all the time? He's about to say it again later. Uh, this is Jesus whom you crucified. They'd heard that message, but guess what else they'd also seen? They had seen the man, lame from birth, walking and leaping and giving praise to God. They had seen that. They had seen the 120 on the day of Pentecost proclaiming the mighty wonders and acts of God in the languages of the various people. So now we see that many believe the message. Now watch this, the end of verse 4. And the number of men came to be about 5,000. 5,000 people believe. Now, I'm not real sure, because I, I didn't research it. I feel sure there's all sorts of opinions about this. <laughs> you know, if 5,000 actually believed at that moment and at that time, 
I'm sort of thinking in the way this is phrased, the number of men came to be, that this is uh, saying, okay, the 3,000 that you had on um, in Acts 2, now there's about 5,000 men, okay? So a couple more thousand believed because of this message or something like that? I don't know. But we know that there's about 5,000 men that now believe. That's the men. What about the women? Yeah. So you see how things are growing. But... The story does not end there, but my time does. So we'll pick it up in the next episode again, okay? Again, I thank you. I'll see you all then. Bye-bye.